live life? Or does life live you? Come join us as we rebel against life's expectations. And instead, live the thriving life we are made for. Come grow, prosper, and multiply with us in all areas of life. As we learn to thrive in who we are, what we do, and who we do it with. I'm Matt. I am Lindsay. And And we we are Thriving Ones. Hello and welcome Hi. to Thriving One. So glad to be back with you guys. And uh, man, a lot's been going on. Yeah, yeah. We've launched our Kingdom Ice One a couple months ago, our and that's program. going going really well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, yes, yeah. yeah it's been phenomenal. <laughs> it's uh, we got about twenty five students that are going through mm-hmm. our program called Kingdom Ice One. Um, if you want to know more about that, it's in our on our website. Mm-hmm. But it's a, it's a nine month part time program, uh, and it's been just a ton of fun to do community with people and to go after knowing yourself mm-hmm. and discovering who God's called you to be and being having proactive steps to actually going after it. Yeah, yeah. So we're excited. You know, um, this is our first year doing it, and we're already seeing a lot of progress yeah. with our students and. Um, we just love them, you know, um, we have, like what Matt said, we have 25 students and there's about eight countries represented. So, yeah. yeah. So exciting. We love you guys. If you're listening yes. to this, we love you guys. Woo. We love you. K1. So we K-1, call it kingdomized yeah. one, K1. <laughs> so today's uh, podcast, we're going to be talking about um, what we feel like God is saying in this season. Yeah. And I think it's it's a real important thing to 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 know and to learn how to discern and how to move from that space. And what why do you think it's important related to yeah what we do as a as an, a business mm-hmm. coil coaching and and raising people up? Yeah. Well, I think it's uh, you know it's always good to know um, where you're at. You know, mm-hmm. as your starting point. Um, whether you're in the middle of something, you know, in your work in progress, which we all are. Come on. Um, but for me personally, you know, it's important for me to at least know or sense what God is saying, mm-hmm. um, you know, not just for myself, but hearing from other people, you know, because we all carry um, an image and likeness of God and we're all yeah. very much different and diverse, you know. And so it's so important to hear uh, what God's saying, Um overall but also in each person yeah you know so i think it's important that we glean from each other at this point in the season of our lives you know individually and corporately um because as a body of christ you know especially with with co-coaching we it's important for us to know what god has asked us to steward yeah because when we steward what he's given us well then we can actively participate in what he's doing overall in the world in the church, in the kingdom. Big picture. Yep. Big picture. Yeah. Bigger picture. So important that we know the big picture of what God's doing yep. and the, the elements of the body of Christ as mm-hmm. arms and legs and yeah. ears and noses coming together exactly. in connection yeah. to move forward in bringing his kingdom mm-hmm. to this earth. And what is, what do, what do we bring yeah. that we're supposed to be speaking out? Um, yeah. Cause I think a lot of it too, is what we, what we're speaking out is also mm-hmm. creating the space that God wants to create yeah. around us and in us. Yeah, exactly. 
So, so babe, what do you, what are you hearing? Um, well, <laughs> so um, for me, I do a lot of contemplating and I do a lot of heart to heart. You know, the way I describe my relationship with the Lord is more into the place of not just hearing mm. his voice, but hearing his heartbeat. Yeah. Because sometimes when you go into a long-term relationship, you know, um, it's quite easy to misunderstand or, yeah, misunderstand what someone is communicating with words, you know. So it's really important to come to a place where you know what's in their hearts, right. you know. And so with all the noise, you know, I call it like tantrum, right? Like when my daughter <laughs> throws a tantrum or she's emotional. Or when I throw a tantrum. <laughs> I'm like... Do I really focus on the words that are coming out of mm. my daughter's mouth? Or do I go deeper? Right. And what's really going on? You know, because what's what's going on outside is a reflection of what's really going on inside. So, so real. Yes. So real. So um, so as I have been praying about you know this season, um, I have been, which is really interesting, you know, with all the noise going on around the world, um, I've been hearing the word build mm. or building mm -hmm. you know build especially and um you know like with everything happening in the world today you know we have to remember like matt was saying mm -hmm. earlier that you know as a body you know there are differences that's what connects us yeah you know more really connects us than separates us you know yeah. if you've seen the movie the black panther you know there's this famous line there that the king, King T'Challa, was addressing a group of people like towards the end of the movie. And he says the um, in times of crisis, the wise build bridges, yeah. but the foolish build barriers. Yeah. So I fully believe around this time that more so than ever, that it's not the time to build barriers just because right. we believe differently than each right. other. It is time to let our differences build that bridge to connect us. You know, we are a body and that's what connects us. Our differences, the eyes, the ears, the nose, the mouth, the hands, the feet, the differences of all those parts are what makes us a body and what, what allows us to go somewhere. Right. You know, and um, one of the things that I've learned that the, um, um, the Empire State Building. So if you live in the United mm. States, the Empire State Building is one of the tallest buildings in, in the United States. You know, I've been there before. It's a fun, fun place to be. New York City. Yes. Adult Disneyland. Adult Disneyland. Yes. <laughs> I remember that. So the Empire State Building and the Golden Gate Bridge, which is in San Francisco, one of the most beautiful bridges in the world, they were built during mm. the Great Depression. Yeah. So what that tells me is that great things can be built during great diversity. Yeah. So I feel like that this season in our lives, like it's not the season to build barriers, but a season to build bridges. Yeah. You know, just like um, in the financial crisis in 2008, like, I don't know if you remember that, like mm. everybody like, you know, lost houses and stuff, you know, um, in spite of that, there were businesses that, were created and built and started during that time and after. Right. So you're familiar with all these things, you know, just for example, Airbnb, 2008, mm. WhatsApp, 2009, 
Venmo, 2009, the famous Instagram, 2010, and Uber, 2009, and Pinterest, just to name a few. You know, so so yeah, so I feel like um, it's t- it's it's a, there's a time for us to connect, right, and build. Mm. You know, so good. Yeah. So yeah. So what about you, babe? Like, what's well, that look like? Well, I think that what I'm kind of curious on, and probably what people want to hear too, is what does it look like mm. to build connection? What are yes. What does that practically look like? Mm-hmm. What are some ideas? What are some yeah. thoughts that maybe you've seen or you know, because you're talking about, you know, during the 2008 crisis yes. um, and what things came about that, like how are, how are things, how do we create or build mm-hmm. that connection? Right. Yeah. That's a really, really good question. You know, I think. And maybe on a personal level mm-hmm. is where it, where it matters because we're talking about like, how do I do that? How do you do that? Yeah. I think because, you know, we are because of the times that we're in, you know, for me personally, I go in deeper and ask myself, you know, when everyone else sees crisis, Mm. will I see opportunity? Right. So in that case, I start asking myself a question when I'm in the middle of a challenge or in the middle of something that's been a cycle or a pattern, Mm. you know, I start to ask myself questions where instead of saying, I quit, I'm tired. I don't want to do this. So I ask myself, what else you know if this has been a pattern in my life like um you know like eating healthy or exercising or i don't know like different things waking up early um the normal even just the normal things you know or just like oh why do i feel like i can't do something even though i know i'm fully equipped to do something Mm. you know so i look at myself like hey when i'm in this situation Lindsay, what else if you feel like, you know, you've tried everything and you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> you just, I ask myself, what else? Or the most important question is, what should I do instead? Yeah. And from that, you know, I mean, the practical stuff start coming in, you know, an opportunity for me to realize that where we're living now, we have the opportunity to make and create history. Right. You know, just merely showing up. I think that's one of the things I learned is showing up. Like, what do I have in my hands? What God has entrusted me, yeah. you know, what he's, what I've, I, he's asked me to steward. So I think it's a pretty important thing you know, to create that mindset first is what I would hit right. first, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that like mindsets are, are key to our living because we have them no matter what hmm. we have bias, we have opinions, uh, we have different yeah. mindsets, and if those mindsets are getting triggered to be unsuccessful, yeah. um, then you won't you won't be producing solutions. You'll only be right. producing problems or right. or negativity mm-hmm. or frustration. Because you know, exactly. I, I know how it is. Like if <laughs> if I'm get if I have like a frustration mindset and uh, something hasn't changed in a certain mm-hmm. area of my personal life or yeah. in society, it's easiest to go to the place of complaining. Yeah. It's oh, easiest yes. to go to what's familiar and yes. easy, um, yes. gossiping, uh, mm-hmm. accusing or blaming. Yeah. But I think the most important part is how am I partnering with 
mm-hmm. love. Yeah. How am I partnering with honor? And, um, this, uh, this last Sunday, um, one of our friends, Eric Johnson was speaking at the church, the stirring, uh, that we go to, and he was talking about creativity and he was talking about what was going on in, in the yeah. world around us and kind of what they're doing over in Greenville mm-hmm. as they're planning a church. And he was talking about the importance of creativity Yeah, because yeah. when we come into a time that's difficult mm-hmm. and we want to do the familiar things to complain, to be negative, to just be bummed because yeah. you don't have a solution, like to create solutions like Airbnb, you know, yes. Venmo, uh, Instagram, uh-huh. like uh-huh. these were all solutions that came during a difficult time Thanks. because people had a mindset of success. Yes, that's so good. And I think something that God's mm-hmm. r- really been talking to me about just jumping off of what you've been saying is how do we stay in the creative zone? Mm-hmm. How yeah, do we partner with big. God's peace yeah. to create solutions mm-hmm. instead of creating problems or adding oh, to the problems? Yes. Yes. And something I've kind of discovered in my own life is I really have a hard time um, discovering solutions when I'm in a panicked fight or flight state. Yeah. When I'm stressed or when I'm focused on the problem. Yeah. But when I've noticed that when I'm in a peace state, Mm. then I'm able to create. Yeah. And I think that's super key. Like one, being in God's presence is key Mm -hmm. to overcoming the negative space, the negative mindset. Um, And two, really hosting what I call peace. And peace happens in what I call boredom. (laughs) Like our daughter right now, she says this all the time. She's like, I'm bored. I'm bored. If she's not able to watch a show or do something she wants, she she vocalized it and the only way she knows how. And she's like, yes, I'm, I'm bored. bored. And yeah. what I always say to her is, mm-hmm. you know what I say? Yeah, I say it the same <laughs> way, but you like, like boredom. <laughs> hey, sweetie, boredom's an opportunity for us to be creative. Yes. yes. And so instead of moving towards things that don't create peace, find space and boredom. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. You might be saying, but Matt, I'm so busy. Then you need to adjust your belief system. You need to adjust your schedule. But I have, I have these many kids. Uh, It's real. It's real. Like we only have one. I say anybody (laughs) with more than one kid's my hero. Yes. (laughs) So, so, but the truth here in the matter is how do we steward peace? Because in the state of peace, we can Mm -hmm. see God's life, his creative power for solutions. And the solutions are really related to whatever I can take, Mm -hmm. what I can do, what I have power over. Right. I can't change the president's mindset. I can't change some, some CEOs mindset, especially if I don't know them, Uh you know, but the reality is I can change what I do. Yeah. And in that space, God can give me solutions, be it how to pray, Solutions mm-hmm. of what I can do for my family, yeah. solutions of what I can do for myself to create the peace and the love around me. That's really good. Really good. So I think creativity and creativity, peace is key yes. to, to these type yeah. of times. Yeah. It's so interesting. You know, you make and you create mm. equals you build a legacy. Right. You know, because um, during times like this, it's so important to be led by your convictions, mm. you know? without sacrificing your yourself 
and your ability to reveal the father's heart and the motivation of that being love. Right. You know, it's obviously a dance. Mm-hmm. It's like communication, you know, it's, it's a dance, you know, you once leading, once following and then once leading and etc. you know, like right. there's this dance, beautiful flow of communication, of partnering, you know, and I love this quote. Um, I used to say this to my team and um, I think it's a wonderful thing to recognize, you know, that individually, you know, that we have something to offer, right. You know, so if you think that you don't have something to offer, then a lot of the times we just start complaining because we don't think we have a solution inside Mm -hmm. of us. So my mom used to say, you know, if you have time to complain, then you have time to create. Come on. <laughs> and um, Go moms. Um, think about solutions. You know, the same energy that you put towards complaining, <laughs> put it towards creating a solution. You know, she she was like, we need to be solution based, yeah. you know, not ignoring the problem. You know, you acknowledge the problem, but then create a solution. Yeah. And so this is what I would say to my team before. Individually, we are one drop. Okay, if you've ever felt like you're a drop, you know, individually, we may seem that way, but together, we create an ocean. Come on. So that's why it's so key at this time Mm -hmm. to connect, to build, to create together in unity, our differences, the colors of the rainbow are so different, and yet they work together. So good. You know, so I think that's important. And it's key. Yeah. So love it. Love it. So good. And kind of just to wrap up this time, I love, there's a phrase that God taught me to help me through difficult situations, but specifically how to work with difficult people, (laughs) but it applies to that whole bringing, bringing creativity to a solution. And God's the one that holds the solutions. Mm -hmm. God is the one that holds a life. He gave us his breath of life, Mm -hmm. his spirit to be our guide, to be our teacher um, and so this simple phrase always challenges me. Mm-hmm. I don't like to say it sometimes because then I get convicted that I'll have to actually do, do it. it. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the phrase. It's this. I say when there's a difficult situation or person, Lord, what does love look like towards them? Or mm. what does love look like in this situation? Oh. And that always reprioritizes my true north of what I need to do. Exactly. It cuts through my opinions. It cuts through my biases. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to even say it cuts them off because I don't want oh, my opinion good. to be what's guiding things because my opinion is flawed without him. Oh, my opinion, is, my opinion, my is, opinion, opinion is flawed without his. And mine doesn't really even he, mm. it matters that he wants to listen to what I have to say, <laughs> but it doesn't matter in bringing solution because mm. as scripture says, his ways are higher than my ways. Yeah. His thoughts are higher than my thoughts. That's and good. so for his creative life to come forth, mm-hmm. I need to adjust my mind to his. Mm. And that phrase always helps me, Lord, what does love look like yeah. in this situation? That's so good. So we just want to leave you guys just with some thought processes and just the importance to be Mm -hmm. in tune to what he's saying. Um, It's it's fine to listen like to us and to other people and what Mm -hmm. they're saying. But I always like to say, listen through the lens of love. If if it sounds like love, then take the advice. If it doesn't sound like love, throw it out. It's like take the meat, Mm -hmm. throw out the bones. Mm -hmm. Eat the meat. Eat the meat, throw out the bones. Yes. 
we um, we want to also just kind of share with you guys something fun that we're going to yes. be doing here in this mm-hmm. upcoming week. Um, yeah. Lindsay, talk about uh, your course. Yes. Yeah. So as we're wrapping up, I want to share with you guys that um, this is a course that's been in my heart for a long time. It's been years in the making, you know, lots of teachings and stuff, you know, process, you know, spitting up bones, eating the meat and <laughs> right. all that stuff. Um, it is my journey in um, intimacy and friendship with mm. God. And I decided to call it hearing the heart of God. So you good. know, a lot of the times people want me to talk about hearing the voice of God. Mm. But as I was processing about this, you know, I decided to title it as hearing the heart of God. Yeah. And what it is, it's like a course uh, that I would love to journey with you guys with um, the, the difference between hearing the voice of God versus hearing his heart. Mm. Um, it came from a place where one time when I was with, um, you know, an encounter with him and I said like, God, I can't see what you're doing, you mm. know? And it's like, what are you doing? What are you saying? What are you, you know, I can't hear. And he told me, he says, Lindsay, um, when you can't see mm. what I'm doing, what my hands are doing, or you can't hear what my voice is saying. Mm-hmm. I want you to lean into my heart and hear my heartbeat yeah. for a situation. And that changed my whole perspective oh, of my so intimacy and friendship with God, my relationship with him, you know? So it's because it's important that to not just know a person's voice, right. but it's also important to know their heart. So you can go straight to your heart, you know, and I'll, I'll discuss different way, different things, you know, the ways that God communicates from what I've learned and also how he cuts through the heart, you know, especially in the life of David, mm. you know, how he did all those things, you know, like he committed adultery, he killed someone and there's many, many different things. And yet the Lord was still able to say, here is a man after my own heart. So good. And so we're going to explore that, you know, it's a two week um, two session course and there's information on um, our Facebook page on how to sign up. Um, so it and starts, our Facebook is, is um, it should be uh, not sure, but it's you, coil coaching. Yes. <laughs> you, you, you go and Google or something, go coil coaching yeah. Facebook page. Um, uh, there should be uh, an ad there, a sign up, you know, to an event, right. And right. so, yeah. And I would encourage you guys, if you've been hungry, to just go deeper beyond the surface, mm. the noise, beyond the noise, beyond right. the voice, you know, because right. um, behind that, there is a God who is a father so and good. has a heart of a father. Yes. So, and from that overflows everything else, like your spiritual gifts, uh, spiritual fruit and all that stuff. So it's exciting. I'm, I'm excited, you know, um, to good. share. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're hearing this later on, um, we'll be putting the course up on our website, coilcoaching.com. And so uh, in the future, you'll be able to find it there, but it's going to be live. Lindsay will be doing it live. Uh, What is it this Friday? Starts this Friday. Friday. So uh, California, USA time, Friday, Asia, it's going to be Saturday morning there. (laughs) Totally. Anyway, we so love you guys. we love you guys. Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we just want to speak a blessing over you guys, we bless you guys in the journey of, mm-hmm. of hearing God's heart yes. and discerning his heart from the, from the desires of the world. Mm-hmm. And I just speak just love and life that love will be your true North in the discovery mm-hmm. of following God's heart in everything that you do. We love you. 
We bless you guys. <laughs> we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. And we'll see you guys next time. Thanks Yay. for tuning in. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.